FM and AM760. Brought to you by Pioneer Electric Inc. Providing Hawaii's contractors with top quality electrical supplies for home and businesses. Let's go courtside. The play-by-play announcers Kyle Galdera and Paul Breck. Aloha and welcome to the Shark Tank. We are live here on this Monday Pauhana afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Paolo Galdera and Paul Brecht here with you for Senior Night. It's HPU hosting Fresno Pacific in a crucial PacWest Conference class as HPU looks to remain in prime position for the playoffs. And Paul, we had the Chaminade game last week and HPU won by not only double digits but running away a 30-point-plus victory, and now tonight, Fresno Pacific, the Sunbirds come in to visit the Shark Tank, and I'd venture to say it's going to be a little bit stronger competition tonight. Absolutely, uh, the Sunbirds come in, uh, a good squad, a team who uh, the uh, HPU Sharks are going to need their full roster for to compete against and beat, who continue that good momentum as they move towards uh, the postseason, already on a two-game win streak entering here tonight. Uh, and luckily for them, it appears that they have some key starters and key players back in the lineup, uh, unlike the last time we saw them against Chaminade. Yeah, definitely. Last time we had the un unfortunate news of announcing that Haley Masaki and Abby Spurgeon were out against the Silver Swords due to injury. And after the teams played Holy Names on Friday, they're now essentially back to full strength. So Abby Spurgeon, the graduate transfer from West, Te West Texas A&M, Coming into this game with 23.4 points a game and 9.7 rebounds a game. She'll be back in action. That's great news. And then, of course, Masaki, the do-it-all point guard, averaging 5.8 points a game and 61 assists on the season. So HP will be stronger than they were last week, and they'll need it going up against Fresno Pacific if, if they want to end their home stretch on a high note. Uh, you said it, and it's great timing for HPU to get all these good players back into the lineup. Uh, once again, we've mentioned it a few times how uh, this is a team who is pushing towards the postseason. They have bigger aspirations than just finishing out the regular season. And uh, if they want to have a nice postseason run, they've already started. Uh, they've already started that journey at the very least. Uh, they want to keep it going here tonight. When we come back, we'll have starting lineups and more. This is HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Hawaii Pacific Health presents HPU Sharks Basketball on HSRN, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back to the Shark Tank. We'll pause for Hawaii Ponoi and be right back with starters and opening tip. This is HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. And we're back here on Senior Night, Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht. It's a Monday night matinee, a little early in the evening here in the islands, coming to you from the Shark Tank in Manoa. The anthems are power. We're going to get you ready for starting lineups. And let's start with the HPU Sharks. We mentioned a couple of players back in, even though Haley Masaki is back on the squad tonight, the active roster. She's not starting, but Malia Turner is. She's going to be one of the guards up top, the 5'6 junior 
out of Las Vegas. She's joined by post player Kalina Obrey out of Kamehameha Kapalama. She's a junior. She's joined by Avery Cargill, the super senior, averaging 10.5 points a game. Kiona Loftus as well, a 5'7 grad transfer from Seoul Ross State. And Abby Spurgeon, the do-it-all post player, averaging nearly a double-double per game. She'll be starting down low. She comes to HPU via West Texas A&M. Super fun lineup for the Sharks. Uh, we mentioned Spurgeon joining the lineup once again, and uh, she's going to be an important piece as she has been all season. But look to the rest of the Sharks' depth to contribute here early on. A couple of uh, non-usual suspects, we'll say, in the starting lineup here tonight, though uh, they are big contributors off the bench. Kicking it over to the visiting Fresno Pacific Sunbirds. They come into this game at 10 and 13 overall, 5 and 11 in PacWest action. Felicia Dorva starts things off. She's a senior guard up top. Mason Ricks, a junior forward, standing 5'10 from Albury, California, via Sacramento State. Rachel Berry, another guard, a redshirt junior out of Clovis, California. Bree Hunt, a sophomore guard forward combo out of Kerman, California. And rounding out the starting lineups for Fresno Pacific is Sora Lundqvist out of Sweden. When you look at this Sunbirds team, uh, you don't necessarily have somebody like Abby Spurgeon who jumps off the page at you when it comes to statistics. You don't have somebody averaging over 20 points, that double-double that Spurgeon gives the Sharks. What you do have, though, is good depth up and down the lineup. You have a bunch of players averaging anywhere between four to eight points, uh, and, and that helps this team uh, as Fresno Pacific, not necessarily built on scoring the best, Basketball, but holding the other team from scoring the basketball. And the good news is that our Hawaii Pacific Health injury report is not as long as it was the last time we were with you against Chaminade, and actually no significant injuries to report at this point. The good news is Abby Spurgeon and Haley Misaki have returned from injury and will be active tonight. So that sports injury report is brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. Hopefully we keep it that way as this one goes on. A nice, good matchup between these two, but more importantly, a good healthy one as well. And the opening tip is up and controlled by Fresno Pacific. They go from left to right on your radio and digital streaming device wearing their dark blue and orange and white trimmed uniforms today. That's contrasting HPU's white and teal blue uniforms, the beautiful Nike Sharks uniforms as the first shot up of the game is taken by Lundquist. No good, but rebounded. A nice job there corralling it by Hunt. Pardon me, Hurt. She puts it up for two and the first score of the game. And Bree Hurt, someone who hasn't started the entire season for this uh, team, just kind of jumped in the lineup halfway through, and uh, she's been ex extremely good for them, averaging 7.8 points per game and just over four rebounds. Abby Spurgeon puts up a jumper. No good, but Obrey's there to pick up the garbage. Puts it up for two, and she'll be fouled. Going to the line for the on one opportunity. And we saw the other night what Obrey can do down low in the absence of Spurgeon. She had an excellent game against Chaminade, off to a nice start here as well, getting her first shot to go. So we're tied at 2, 9-10, still to go here in this first quarter. The good news is the LED lights on the backboards are working tonight here at the Shark Tank, so there's no administrative technical 
something we've seen a few times here for HBU Games as Obrey hits her free throw. Quickly the other way goes Rachel Berry. Into the corner. It goes to Dorva. Now a quick jumper taken, no good off the back iron. His Loftus quickly the other way. She splits the defense, four defenders on her there. Out to Overy, now Spurgeon down low. Little pump fake, spin move to the right, no good off the back, off the glass, rebounded by Lundquist. The other way go the Sunbirds, it's Barry with it at the free throw line. Whoops it out of bounds though, trying to find Dorva, but the door was shut on that one. Uh, good job by the HPU defense right there, and that's something we saw the other night too against the Silver Swords. They can really lock it down on the defensive end of the court when they put their mind to it. They're going to want to have to do that, or they're going to have to do that, pardon me, today against the Sunbirds. Avery Cargill bringing it up over to Obrey. Now Cargill down to Spurgeon. Spurgeon, another nice pump fake, but turns it over as it's going to be Stolen away by Mason Ricks, the Sacramento State transfer, and a quick three-pointer the other way. It's taken and made by Dorva, and that'll put Fresno Pacific up 5-3. to three. Two minutes gone here in the first. Sunbirds, a strong presence from Sweden. Uh, Dorva, just one of the two players in the starting lineup from Sweden, uh, two big contributors to this Fresno Pacific team. Malia Turner into the corner for Cargill. She shakes, she bakes, and she makes the three. Nice job there by HPU surging ahead, 6-5 now. And for Avery Cargill, if she can have a strong senior night, the Sharks will be in prime position. We've seen her get hot quickly. She's somebody that the Sunbirds have to key in on and not allow to get going. She gets a good one there. Nice pocket pass down low to Hurt, and she makes it hurt as she not only makes the bucket, but she gets fouled and will go to the line to shoot one. The hoop and the harm, uh, a great job by Hurt. And she has four early points with a chance to uh, put the Sunbirds up by two early on here. Anissa Rillo checking in for the first time today for Fresno Pacific. And the free throws up and nothing but net. A nice shot there. That puts Fresno Pacific up eight to six. 7.18 to go here in the first quarter. Nice pace so far to this game. Obrey taking it out against the full court press. Passes it to Loftus. Loftus guarded by two defenders. She breaks the press. A nice job getting across the timeline. Goes coast to coast with the right hand. No good on the shot, but she'll be fouled and will shoot two. I really liked that too. A man-to-man -man press look from the Sunbirds, but Loftus stays nice and calm kind of waves off one of her teammates and clears out the space and it allows her to make one move go by and get to the rim. She gets fouled, heads to the line with a chance to tie this one up. Already the second time at the charity stripe for HPU tonight. Loftus misses the first one. HPU down 8-6, 7.09 remaining here in the first quarter. Rare miss at the free throw line for Loftus, shooting just a hair under 85% from the line. Not in cue, she knocks down the second. So HPU down by one now to the visiting Sunbirds. Driving the lane is Dorva. Takes a shot and gets a late foul call, so she'll go to the line to shoot two as well. And they're going to get Cargill uh, on the foul, and 
That's something to keep an eye on Cargill. We've talked about how important she can be both to the offense and the defense of the Sharks. A spark, pu spark plug type of player. Uh, don't want to get her in foul trouble early on. First free throws up by Dorva. Nothing but net. A two-point lead now for Fresno Pacific. Dorva's second shot is up and off the front rim, but good. A three-point lead now for the visiting Sunbirds as the referees pause just a bit to wipe some perspiration up. Now back to live action. Obrey taking it out under the basket. Another full-court press, frustrating HPU a bit, but here's Loftus breaking that pressure. Passing half-court over to Malia Turner. Turner hounded over to Obrey up top. Oh, almost stolen away, but Loftus gets it. Here's a Spurgeon for a long jumper. No good. Rebounded. That's going to be collected by Rachel Berry, and she'll be fouled. Yeah, and those are the type of fouls that are frustrating to coaches because it's so far away from your own basket. It's essentially 90 feet away from your own hoop, and you're picking up a foul. Uh, and Loftus, a grant transfer, somebody who knows better in that case, uh, just trying to make a play for her team, but still got to be a little bit smarter. Fresno Pacific coach Tim Beauregard happy with the effort so far as the other way. Oh, a foul on Spurgeon. I thought that was a clean block, but it was actually going to be Rillo fouled. Tough call down low. Really tough call and uh, tougher too because the ball was blocked out of bounds, had already hit the wall before the foul gets called. The whistle blows. Uh, unfortunately, two shots all the same for the Sunbirds. Rillo makes the first, and I mentioned Coach Beauregard on the happier side, <laughs> on the contrasting side, Coach Katie Novak for HPU. Not so happy with the effort so far as HPU now down five, 6.25 to go here in the opening quarter. Cargill with it. She breaks the light full-court press. Over to Nunez, who just checked in. Obrey calling for it, doesn't get it. Nunez drives, goes baseline, almost steps out. Maintains possession, kicks it out to Allison Ross. She jacks the three and makes it, cutting the deficit to just two. Great job straight off the bench by the sophomore guard. Knocks down the triple, and just like that, a two-point uh, deficit for the Sharks. Sunbirds running a motion offense now. Guards weaving in and out. Running with it, a no-look pass made by Julie Ramirez, who just checked in. Ramirez gets the ball back over to Rillo. Rillo pulling it out. Four on the shot clock. Now three, two, one. Will it go? It expires. However, Lindsey Moody got the shot off before the buzzer. So they'll have a new shot clock following the offensive rebound. Jolene Corona with it now. The sophomore out of La Hombra Heights, California. Down low it goes to a driving Jenna Kurtz. Her layup is up and good, putting Fresno Pacific up by four. And it's just been too easy to get into the paint so far for Fresno Pacific. They have to do, they, HPU, has to do a better job cutting off penetration into the lane and getting all the way to the cup. Halfway through here in the first quarter, five minutes on the clock exactly. Allison Ross with it up top, down low to Spurgeon, and there is a foul called against Fresno Pacific. It's going to go against Moody. And we'll take a timeout on the court. It'll be a one-minute timeout. This is HPU Sharks basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 
Sharks Basketball, brought to you by Pioneer Electric Inc. on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Back here at the Shark Tank, Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here with you live on this Monday late afternoon. It's Powhana time, but HPU hard at work, trying to bounce back from a four-point deficit. Kalina Obrey with it out of the timeout. Over to Nunez, driving the lane into the corner. Just checking in is Ella Burge, the senior. She passes it back to Nunez, up top to Obrey. Abby Spurgeon getting a bit of a break here in the first quarter, and Obrey turns it over. It's going to be picked up by Rillo, and then a jump ball called. It'll be HPU ball following the possession arrow pointing the Sharks' way. I wonder if Ella Burge uh, has a little extra motivation coming into this game. Uh, the forward from Sweden uh, playing a couple of Swedish uh, folks as well here on the Fresno Pacific team. Uh, some fellow country folk as well. Uh, one second left on the shot clock. Yeah, good call there. HPU trying to get it in quick for a touch shot as Cargo looks for it. Oh, it's going to be tossed down low to Ella Burge who can't hit the rim on her shot. So it'll be a shot clock violation. Fresno Pacific ball in Paul. That was a tough way to get your possession arrow. Not only flip back in FPU's way, but then you follow that up with a turnover. Yeah, it kind of feels like a waste, but I, you know, you know me, I'm always going to be positive. The shot clock violation, at the very least, if you're going to have a missed shot, allows you to get back and set your defense. Positive Paul, I like it. As a three-pointer is taken not so positively by Fresno Pacific. Wow, a nice rebound, a nice box out. It was a Corona shot that missed. And then Burge just came over and absolutely, almost a hockey-style check there. And it's going to be a foul on Ashley Nunez on the secondary contact. So it wasn't even the Burge hip check that was called. It was Nunez reaching in on the loose ball. Yeah, tough call there for Nunez. You saw bodies going all over the place. Uh, a late whistle in terms of the... Hard contact, but nonetheless, a foul called. And now a bonus the rest of the way for this first quarter for Fresno Pacific. So it'll be Olivia Garcia. Oh, pardon me. That's Jolene Corona shooting two shots. She makes the first 15 to 10 the lead for the Sunbirds. 4-10 to go here in the first quarter. Second shot is up. And good. Fresno Pacific doing well at the line tonight. Perfect 7 of 7 now, uh, which is... I don't want to say funny or strange, but a little uncharacteristic. The Sunbirds come into the night shooting just 66% from the free throw line as a team. And the full court press continues to befuddle HPU as Cargill finally gets across the timeline. A bit frustrated, kicks it into the corner for Obrey. A step back three, it's up, and just rims out. A nice job trying to rebound it by Nunez. Not successful, though, as it goes the other way. Here's Barry with it. Driving the right side up with the right hand, and it's good. A strong finish there, putting Fresno Pacific up 18 to 10. And we'll have a timeout on the floor. HP wants to talk it over. We'll leave it here, though, and remind you that Hoy Pacific Health takes the team approach to providing the expert care you need when and where you need it. Together, we are creating a healthier Hawaii. HP taking a timeout to do a little checkup on their game here as they're down by eight early in the first quarter. Yeah, and as they should, I mentioned it before, just too much penetration right now against their defense getting into the lane, Fresno Pacific, far too much. Uh, and 
you can't do that against a team like the Sunbirds who have found themselves finishing when they get inside the paint around the rim and uh, especially when Spurgeon now out of the game uh, is out you don't necessarily have that shot blocking presence that you're used to the officials calling it pretty tight so Sharks looking for some answers hoping to find some out of that timeout. So the teams are back on the court. Kalina Obrey taking it out of bounds. Here's Masaki checking in for the first time tonight. The Kamehameha Kapalama product. Just under six points a game for her. She kicks it over to Cargill. Cargill wearing her signature white headband. And we're going to have a foul. Is that an offensive, a moving screen, I think, on Ella Burge? And she got caught trying to clear space down low, and I believe that's fortunately just Burge's first foul. That's right. She wasn't called on what could have been a foul the other way, so good news there for her. Good news for sure. A celebration afterwards, though, from head coach Tim uh, or Bogard, who uh, I'm going to guess asked for the official to look for that as an offensive foul is called this time on Fresno Pacific's number 12. Uh, ooh, Rachel Perry, uh, she charged into Haley Masaki, and a uh, good call by the official going right the other way, and now a chance for, FP, or, uh, for HPU to cut into this Sunbirds lead. Yeah, an eight-point deficit, and you mentioned the opposing coach, Beauregard, asking the refs to watch for it. That's one of the things where sometimes you ask for that, but then they're going to look for it the other way too. And then we have a three-point, oh, pardon me, a three-second violation Abby Spurgeon just checked back in, and she was setting up a tent in a campground there in the, the painted area. Yeah, I think you could have called it on either her or Masaki, who was sitting there trying to set a screen, and I just don't think Spurgeon saw it for a couple of seconds. Uh, so a couple of sharks camped out in the water there. Uh, easy call for the official and a turnover. The other way, a three-pointer taken by Dorva. No good, but rebounded nicely by Ricks. Back out to Dorva on the left wing. Dribbling against Cargill. Cargill pokes it away, but Dorva picks it up again. Into the wing it goes. Keeping on the left side. Driving the lane is Barry. Barry up with the right hand, no good. Here it goes, Masaki off the rebound from Spurgeon. Now down low to a streaking Allison Ross for two. The left-handed layup is good. HPU down by six with 2.20 to go here in the first. Ross up to five points now after a beautiful pass from Masaki. Speaking of beautiful... Spurgeon with a nice deflection there. It goes to Cargill. She fakes a three, gets a couple of players on the deke. Ashley Masaki with a fake as well. Kicks it up to Ella Burge for three. No good. And it's going to be rebounded by the Fresno Pacific's Rachel Berry. And then Berry will be fouled by Masaki. And Masaki protests the call a little bit, thinks she was moving her feet well. Uh, unfortunately, gets tripped up there with Barry, and it'll send the Sunbirds back to the line once again. Uh, and that's the issue when you get into the penalty early on in the quarter, as the uh, Sharks did. The Sharks entering the bonus with about three and a half, four minutes left in this one. And... Uh, that means every single time you foul, you will pay for your transgressions, sending the Sunbirds to the line. First free throw up and no good. Barry misses it off the right side of the rim. 158 to go here in the first. Fresno Pacific up 18 to 12 in this PacWest contest from the Shark Tank in East Honolulu. Second free throw by Barry is good. 
That first miss by Barry, the first miss by the Sunbirds at the line here tonight. Bringing it in is Burge. Cargill with it, playing with her ponytail, getting that hair out of her face. Now signaling for the motion. Goes left to Masaki on the wing. Down low to Spurgeon, the mismatch. Up with the right hand, and good. She went through the wall that was Lindsay Moody, and now has HP within five points. Moody did a nice job going straight up there. That was Spurgeon's first bucket of the game. Three-pointer taken by Fresno, no good. That was off the hand of Corona, and then rebounded by Burge. Almost stolen away, but Burge gets it back. Now to Cargill, racing up into the wing. It goes to Masaki, she jumps, she fakes. Now drives with the left hand up and good. Lefty layup, nothing but net 19 to six now. HPU down by just three. And just a junior Haley Masaki here on senior night showing the patience of the upperclassmen type level players there. Uh, a nice attack and a nice left-handed finish inside. A runner taken by Julian Corona, no good off the back iron. Rebounded by HPU, one minute to go here in the first. Down by three, Cargill trying to change that. She takes the three, Steph Curry-esque running away before she even sees the shot go down. It's good and we're tied at 19. And when you're a shooter, you know when it's going in. And Cargill, she's a shooter right off the hand. She knew that one going down and just like that, 19-19 with 35 seconds to play here in the first. 15 on the shot clock, Fresno. If everything goes according to plan, HP will get the ball back at least one more time here in this quarter. Trying to get a defensive stop here. Under five on the shot clock. 22 on the game clock and winding. Here's a long three taken by Fresno. No good. Off the back iron. That was taken by Dorva. It's going to be rebounded and picked up by Fresno Pacific. It's going to be grabbed by Corona. And on the jump ball, it'll be possession arrow to Fresno Pacific. And it goes back to that conversation we had before on the shot clock violation that HPU had earlier in the quarter. You lose your possession uh, opportunity on a jump ball. There, now at the end of the quarter, instead of winning a possession, Fresno Pacific keeps it. Shot clock is off. 13.6 to go here in the first. Fresno and HPU tied at 19. Under 10 now. Dribbling is Dorva. Dorva going right at the free throw line, hounded, now down low to Kurds. Kurds up, and that rims in right at the buzzer, and the Sunbirds take a 21-19 lead here at the end of the first quarter. We'll be back with more. This is HPU Sharks basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Back here live at the Shark Tank following the quarter break. Sharks trailing 21-19. We're about to get ready, 10 minutes on the clock. Bringing it in will be the senior, Ella Burge, over to Cargill. Cargill leading the way for the Sharks with six first quarter points on two three-pointers. Two big shots, including one that tied the game up at 19. Abby Spurgeon here, almost a turnover, but tipped out of bounds by Fresno. It'll be HPU ball. And credit uh, is due to the Sunbirds here so far. Thus far in the first half, really keeping the star of the Sharks at bay, and that is Spurgeon, who averages about 23 points per game so far here tonight, just two. Spurgeon with the handoff to Cargill, an air ball, and this ball squirts out of bounds in favor of the Sunbirds. And once again, uh, no points off of their opening possession, jump ball possession. Uh, just you want those little things to go better if you are the Sharks. Ooh, a push off, not called. That was Dorva shoving Masaki a bit. It's a one-on-one -on -one matchup. Masaki wearing one, Dorva one as well. And Masaki 
A little miff by that non-call gets in there and gets a tie-up. And after the quarter change the possession arrow again, it'll be Fresno Pacific ball. But that right there is why she's one of the favorites of Coach Katie Novak because instead of complaining to the official, she gets back up, she resets her mentality, gets back down into her defensive stance, and makes a defensive play, forces a jump ball, and now next time a jump ball happens, it's going to be Sharks ball. It's just the little things that go a long way in these type of basketball games. Dorver with it. Back to live action for you. Just checking in is Lydia Manu. Passes over to Dorver now. A wide open Jenna Kurz on the pocket pass from Dorva. And that layup puts Fresno Pacific up 23-19. Just about a minute gone here in the second quarter. Kurz up to six points now to uh, be tied at least with Cargill leading all scorers. Allison Ross takes a long three. No good off the front rim. And it's going to be rebounded by Fresno and then a foul by Haley Masaki. Let's pause 10 seconds for a station identification. You're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Your brand new home for OIA Athletics. KGUAM. K236CR. Honolulu is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here with you live at the Shark Tank here in Manoa. HPU trailing, visiting Fresno Pacific, 23-19, 8.50 and winding here in the second quarter. Dribbling with it is Manu, now down low. A nice runner taken by Hurt, but no good on the shot. And then we're going to get, I believe, a loose ball foul on Fresno. So not only do they miss, but they turn it over to HPU. You're right, they're going to get Manu on the foul there. Uh, Nice job by Spurgeon and the rest of the Sharks boxing out, trying to get that defensive rebound. The officials finally rewarding them. It feels like uh, that first quarter went by. Only three fouls called on the Sunbirds, comparatively speaking, to seven on the uh, Sharks. Just to the break in the action. Cargill gets it from Obrey. Again, working to beat the full court press. Cargill on the left side near the big shark logo here at the Shark Tank. Now down to Obrey at the free throw line. Her jumper's no good. Rebounded by Mason Ricks. And the pass though is stolen away by Allison Ross. Here she goes, one-on-one -on -one versus Dorva. Up with the right-handed layup and good. HPU now trailing by just two. Ross up to seven points after a beautiful move in transition, finishing through a little bit of contact as well. Oh, running baseline is Fresno Pacific. That was Ricks stepping on the line, turning it over. HPU ball with 8.07 to go here in the first half, and the Sharks trailing by two. And that was good defense there by Spurgeon, moving her feet along the baseline, using the baseline as an extra defender there, and forces another turnover here. A nice job by the Sharks as they look to tie this one or potentially take the lead. Yeah, coming off the Super Bowl is almost like a, a DB using the sideline as an extra defender. As HP is successful in getting the turnover, now we'll see if they can tie it up or go ahead here down by two. Two minutes gone in the second quarter. Malia Turner checking back into the game. Now passes it down low to Obrey. Her shot is no good, but the post player is fouled and will shoot two. And quite the reaction there from Hurt after the foul call as well. She jumps down and motions for a travel right in front of the official with a big smile on her face, of course. I 
I think the official found it humorous before uh, going over and reporting the foul call to the scorer's table. Good job on the move, the patience by Obrey as she now heads to the line for a pair of free throws. And for those of you making your way down to the Shark Tank, the concession stand is open tonight. Good news for fans as the first free throw is good. I've already seen a couple of uh, chili dogs walk by in front of our courtside broadcast, broadcast position here as HPU trails by one. Second free throw up and rims around and good. So HPU ties it up on the Obrey double dip from the free throw line, 23 all, 7.45 to go here in the first half. Fresno the other way, Rillo with it, over to Dorva. Up top now to Ricks. Ricks holding the ball over her head with two hands. Now down low to Dorva. Into the corner, a pump fake by Hurt. Up and under with her left-handed layup. Rims out, but it's going to be rebounded by Corona. Pardon me, that was Barry, and she almost traveled. Did she travel? Jump ball, and that'll go HQ's way following what could have been a traveling violation. Yeah, just a little bit of chaos. The ball ping-ponging around down low, and uh, eventually jump ball ends up being the call, goes down the Sharks' way. So Cargo with it now, pointing out the action, clearing the way. And she crosses midcourt. Leah Turner fakes one way, now screens. Oh, she's lucky she didn't, she didn't get called for a moving pick there, but Ashley Roth, Ross with it now, up to Cargill. She drives off the screen from Spurgeon. Spive on the shot clock. Cargill jacks a three from deep. This one no good. Another air ball. And Cargill not happy with her own shot selection there. Yeah, frustrating to miss like that. But she'll get back on defense, lock back in. And uh, with her intensity, I know that I'm not worried. And I'm sure Coach Novak isn't worried about her bouncing back. So we're tied at 23 still, 6.45 to go in the second quarter. HPU trailed by as many as seven early on. And while, pardon me, it was an eight-point deficit early on, and Fresno looking to surge ahead now as a foul will be called in the act of shooting. So going to the line for Fresno Pacific will be Rachel Berry, who gave a few pump fakes in the corner, and then a fly-by foul by Malia Turner sending Fresno to the line. Yeah, and Turner frustrated by the call, couldn't really believe it afterwards uh, as the whistle came after the shooter had landed from her shot, uh, but heads to the line and knocks down the first free throw as the Sunbirds retake the lead. So it's been a bit of a seesaw affair. HPU crept all the way back to tie it, and now a three-point, three-free throw result of that foul. Fresno Pacific successful on the first two as Barry puts up the third and makes it. So a three-point foul essentially after all of that. And we mentioned Barry shooting the free throws. It'll be Kaylee Barry, the junior forward for HPU, checking in. So a little mixed Barry effort here on a Monday night. 23 is the margin, the point total for HPU, pardon me, a three-point margin. Kalina Obrey with it now up top over to Cargill. Cargill seems a bit tired. She might get a spell soon. Obrey, nice patented spin move there. No good. She thought she was fouled. Got whacked on the head. No call, though. Quickly the other way goes Barry. Rachel Barry, that is, into the corner for three. Off the hand of Julie Ramirez. 
And then a nice job of rebounding by Obrey, and she'll be fouled, so it'll be HPU ball back on offense. Yeah, Obrey going after that rebound with two hands, a really good job fundamentally, and uh, absorbs the contact, falls down, and uh, foul called on FPU. will go down the other way now for the Sharks. 6.09 to go here in the second. Obrey with a smile on her face now after a couple of uh, interactions with the referees, positively though trying to get clarification on that no foul call. Loftus just checking back in, has it on the right wing, over to Kaylee Berry now, takes a shot back to Loftus. Driving baseline, up and under with the left hand, blocked and no good, it'll be Fresno ball. Quickly the other way, almost a double dribble there by Kurz, not called though. Around the horn it goes. Here comes the three pointer off the hand of Jade Oatman, who just checked in. And no good, it'll be rebounded by Cargill. Cargill over to Obrey up top, over to Loftus around the horn, back to Cargill in the left corner. She dribbles to the wing now, dribbling with her right hand, pointing out with her left. 5.20 to go, 11 on the shot clock. Over to Barry now, she dribbles baseline up to Ross. Ross dribbles right, now left, takes a three, no good off the back iron, rebounded by Loftus. Fresh 20 on the shot clock. Ross with it, over to Cargill now, taking their time. We're down to five minutes here in the second quarter, halfway home to halftime. Barry dribbling left in the paint, up with the right block though, a nice job there by Hurt. And Fresno collects the loose ball. Back quickly the other way, a driving right-handed layup by Rachel Barry, that one is good, and the foul, Fresno up by five. A really strong take there by Barry as she gets all the way to the rim, finishes, takes the contact from Cargill, and uh, she'll head to the line after we come back from this break. It'll be a one-minute media timeout. We'll be back with more. This is HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Hawaii Pacific Health presents HPU Sharks Basketball on HSRN, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Back here live at the Shark Tank, Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht. HPU had nodded things up at 21, but now Fresno Pacific leading 28-23. And a free throw coming up here for the Sunbirds. At the line it will be Rachel Berry. She's leading the way already with eight points, looking to make it nine, and she does just that. She remains the leading scorer in this game. Barry, Barry doing a really, really nice job attacking the rim uh, thus far. She's also gone to the free throw line already six times, five of six from the line here in the first half, and still 4.45 remaining in the second quarter. Yeah, a lot of contact as Loftus gets hit in the face. That's the second time. Oh, and now Loftus shoved to the floor. It's uh, turning into a Monday night wrestling type of event here at the Shark Tank, and finally... A foul will be called as HPU in the act of shooting will go to the line. That'll be Kaylee Berry shooting two. So finally a chance for HPU to chip into that six-point deficit from the charity stripe. And Berry hasn't or had a nice opportunity before going to the rim uh, following the wake of an Aubrey cut across the lane. This time uses her dribble to get to the uh, rim, fouled, and uh, heads the line for a pair. Barry misses the first off the back rim, a little too strong there. Sharks trailing 29-23, 4.30 to go here in the first half. 
Second free throw up, and that one is nothing but net. Swishes it home, and HPU down now by five. Fresno Pacific back the other way. It's Felicia Dorva over to Jolene Corona. Now over to Kurz, and almost stolen away, but Dorva is able to pull it down. Passes it over to a wide open Lundqvist. Now back to Dorva, dribbling up top. Ten on the shot clock. Winding now down to five. Dorva trapped by, oh, and almost a double dribble after the Allison Ross defense. The three-point heave is no good. It'll be a shot clock violation and HBU ball just under four minutes to go. And right there, a defensive clinic by the Sharks, moving their feet defensively, not using their hands to bump. The officials rightly giving them uh, no fouls called as a turnover by the Sharks on the ensuing inbound. Yeah, the full court press there frustrated Kaylee Berry, who tried to find Loftus but threw it out of bounds. So after all that hard work on defense, it ends up becoming a turnover back to Fresno Pacific. FPU up 29-24. Oh, a nice spin move there down the lane by Jenna Kurz. And that puts Fresno up by seven. Kurz, you said it, a nice spin move in the lane. But she slows down right at the moment she goes to finish. The focus is there and uh, puts it in. Now a seven-point lead for the Sunbirds. Nunez back into the game, over to Loftus now. The Fresno man-to-man -man defense is really strong, not letting up any gaps in the lane until now as Nunez finds one, but then she's blocked by Kurz, and the loose ball pinballs around, finally picked up by Dorva. The other way, quickly, goes Rillo. Rillo going right side, pulls it out now. Up to the wing, now down to the baseline on the pass to Kurz. Kurz dribbles right, now left, up with the right hand off the backboard and no good. Picked up by Ellie Burge on the rebound. Just about at the three-minute mark here in the first half. HP trailing by seven. They to came back from down by eight earlier. To the scorer's table, Avery Cargill and Abby Spurgeon for the Sharks here, both with two or excuse me, Cargill with two fouls, Spurgeon with one for the stretch. Oh, a long three-pointer taken by Loftus. No good. Rebounded by Dorva. And she's guarded by Barry. She gets the steal up with the layup is good. Nice job there by Kaylee Barry, not giving up on the full court pressure, getting the steal from Dorva. And Felicia Dorva is obviously frustrated as she jogs back the other way. Oh, a nice Euro step layup taken there by Corona. No good. And then the foul on the rebound as HQ grabs it. And the harm sends it the way of the Sharks. And that's a really bad foul right there by number 13, Jolene Corona, the sophomore guard for Fresno Pacific, as that foul puts Fresno Pacific into the bonus the rest of the uh, way. Burge heads to the line for two free throws, chance to cut into this lead some more, and 2.20 still remaining in the half. Burge, one of the Sharks seniors that will be honored after the game, before the men's game that we'll have later here on HSRN. HPU down by five. Ella Burge puts it up, and no good on the first free throw. 2.20 to go here in the first half. HPU struggling a bit from the free throw line. By my count, that's now two of four compared to Eight of nine for Fresno Pacific, and that one is no good. Rebounded by the Sunbirds. Free throws, super important. We've seen in 
They're going to be important here tonight against a good Sunbirds unit and uh, shown so far to be the difference. Ooh, Anissa Rillo there. I thought she traveled. A little stutter step, not called, and instead she converts a layup, putting Fresno up 33-26, under two minutes to go. Yeah, a little bit of fancy footwork. Uh, maybe a travel, maybe not, but either way, it is a bucket. And then we have a reach-in foul the other way, so Lydia Manu a bit too aggressive there, and that'll send Allison Ross to the free throw line. Ross heads to the free throw line as an 80% free throw shooter on the season. Remember, she knocked down a triple in that opening quarter uh, and along with another bucket as well. She has seven so far, looking to make it eight or nine. First free throw up and good. 33-27 the margin now. HPU trailing at home in this PacWest conference matchup. Ross spins and dribbles now, shoots, and that one's off the back iron, but rebounded. A nice job there by Burge. Out to Nunes for three off the front iron, no good. Tipped out of bounds, and it'll be Fresno Pacific ball. Good extra effort there by Burge. Unfortunate for the Sharks. They couldn't get any points out of it there. Good look for Nunes, just wouldn't go down. So back to live action, a minute 40 and winding here in the half. Spin move by Rachel Berry, driving the lane, splitting four defenders, no good. On the jumper though, it's Spurgeon who pulls it down and she'll be fouled. A nice job there, keeping her hands up, getting the loose ball, and then maintaining for the contact. Yeah, so far, Sharks have had to be, uh, or, or let me rephrase, keep their cool a bit. Uh, real physical first half here from Fresno Pacific. Uh, and the officials, to their credit, have kept the game called pretty tightly thus far. Uh, a lot of fouls on both sides. That foul went against Mason Ricks as Spurgeon makes the first free throw. 33-28 now. HPU trailing by five, a minute and a half to go in the first half. Second free throw is up. Spun home by Spurgeon. And checking in for the first time today, Claudia Diaz-Marti. Came to HPU via Alaska Fairbanks, originally from Spain. Couple of different places, huh? Alaska and Spain. Couple of different climates, too. And then to top it all off, come on down to Hawaii, huh? 120 to go here. Fresno Pacific with it. Trying to get by this HPU zone defense. A bit of a 2 3 zone right now. Switching off. Fresno with the shot now. That's Manu. No good. Rebounded by Spurgeon. So right at the one-minute mark here in the second quarter. HPU down by four. 33-29. Cargill with it. Spurgeon pausing to tie her shoe. Now she's back in the post. So good job there. Not really disrupting the game as Obrey back into the game gets it up top. Kicks it around to Diaz-Marti. Dribbling with the left hand. Eight on the shot clock. Obrey with it now. Five on the shot clock. Dribbling into the lane with the right hand. And she's going to be blocked. That's another great job by Hurt getting the high hands and sending it back Fresno's way. Dribbling with it now for the Sunbirds is Rachel Berry. She gets it back off the pass from Rillo. Taking her time. An eight second differential between the shot and game clocks. 10 now on the shot clock. Not in a hurry is Berry. She now drives the lane with the right up and under. Scoop layup, no good. Rebounded by 
nice and Ricks, and she's blocked twice. A nice job there on defense by HBU. Yeah, blocked twice. Excellent job, and right after. <laughs> sorry to laugh. Ricks gets right in the face of the official and lets him know that she thinks that she got fouled. She got fouled, smacking the back of her hand against the other one. The official not going to take that immediate technical foul and. Uh, that could be a big changing point in the game here uh, as now Cargill heads to the line. Yeah, talk about momentum. Not only does HPU get the stop and then the tech, which is two shots, but then they'll get the ball. So to your point, if Cargill can make the two free throws here, HPU could then set up a tie-in two-point or even go ahead with a three. But first things first, you got to make the free throws, and that hasn't been any sure thing here in the first half for the Sharks. But it's Avery Cargill, so of course she has the confidence since she makes the first one. If you asked Avery Cargill, she'd tell you she'd make 100 out of 100. And she makes number two, so just like that, HPU now down 33-31. Eight-point seconds to go in the half. And the Sharks with an opportunity, like we said, to tie it up, maybe even go ahead with a three-bomb. Uh, but right there again, you see how important it is. You got to keep your cool. And it goes to Cargill. Obrey up top, back to Cargill. Two seconds. Oh, and Cargill tried to pump fake it, but tosses it out of bounds. A little bit slippery on the hands there. But the Sharks do cut the deficit down to two. 33-31, the Fresno lead here at halftime. We'll be back with stats and analysis right around the corner. This is HBU Sharks basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Sharks Basketball, brought to you by Pioneer Electric Inc. on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Back here at the Shark Tank, it is halftime. HPU bouncing back from an eight-point deficit to tie things up. And then they fell back behind by seven, and now back to within just two here at intermission. And they, they've done so thanks in part to strong play from Avery Cargill, two threes and a couple of free throws. And then Allison Ross with one three to her credit and really working hard on the post game and the mid-range jumper game to keep the Sharks right in this game, Paul. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a tough back and forth fought first half here between two teams who have been pretty evenly matched. Uh, so far, the Sunbirds doing a really nice job holding down two of the top guns from the Sharks in Spurgeon and Obrey. Uh, and on the other side, the Sharks have done a nice job answering back there. That second quarter uh, tying with the Sunbirds after a first quarter where uh, they, they lost it by two, but there were points where it really felt like Fresno Pacific was just kind of taking it to uh, the, uh, the Sharks. Yeah, and you talk about the Sunbirds, big props go to, out to Rachel Berry. Nine points and five rebounds. She's been the offensive leader for Fresno Pacific tonight, along with Jenna Kurz, who has eight points, and then Felicia Dorva and Mason Ricks coming in. Pardon me, that was Brianna Hurt with five apiece. So a little more balance from Fresno Pacific, whereas HPU is really locking down with Avery Carville and Allison Ross. 
Yeah, it's been uh, two people so far, and not the normal two people for the Sharks, which if you are HPU, you look at this game at halftime and you're like, hey, we're down by two. We're getting dominated on the glass. Right now, Fresno Pacific plus 10 on the rebound, uh, or on the glass, and uh, that's plus four on the offensive glass as well. And it's going to be important for them to get things going in the second half, but you're down by two, and your top player in Abby Spurgeon has just four points at the break. She's really, really struggled to get anything to go from the field. You're not shooting great from the free throw line. It's just a two-point deficit. Yeah, and that's interesting that HPU trails at the half because looking at the year-long stats, HPU usually they've accumulated a roughly 70 plus point lead when you add up all their first half scores over opponents. So it's not often that they're in this position. So from what you've seen, Paul, and you mentioned some of the stats of HPU being able to crawl back but not quite climb the mountain there, what do the Sharks have to do to scorch the Sunbirds. Well, I just mentioned it, right? They're getting dominated on the glass right now. A 10 rebound difference is just way too much, right? It means you're allowing them too many uh, second chance uh, opportunities, and they're taking away those chances from you. They're holding you to just one shot. So here in this second half, you have to put the emphasis on rebounding the basketball. That means you got to up your physicality here, box out, get into the lane, set the tone, and it's going to be really important here the first two, three minutes especially coming out of the locker rooms we'll be back with our halftime report more analysis and get you ready for the second half action right now the sharks trailing the sunbirds 33 31 this is hpu sharks basketball on the hawaii sports radio network the Hawaii Pacific University Department of Athletics and Hometown Ticketing have partnered together to provide an online ticketing platform for the Sharks. Fans are now able to conveniently purchase tickets to HPU contests at the Shark Tank through the Hometown Ticketing app, available on Google Play and the App Store, or by visiting hpusharks.com tickets. The use of hometown ticketing will be for all regular season events, including men's and women's basketball and acrobatics and tumbling. Visit hpusharks.com for more info. What would you give for a child you loved to make their wish come true, to help them fight a critical illness? Just imagine what you'd do. You see, wishes are so powerful and you can make them real. They can give a child back their childhood, even change the way they feel. Every single one of us can make the stars align. Because when we come together, hope and joy will shine. Wishes need stars like you. Visit makeawish at wish.org. This is how we do every day. We be grinding. And if you wanna come and text us, if you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, oh, this is mommy's jam. <laughs> then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. You've gone to protests, written letters, even considered chaining yourself to a tree. But saving the world is not easy at all. Fortunately, saving a life is. And when you donate one pint of blood, you can save up to three lives. Visit bloodsaves.com to learn more. HPU Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back to the Shark Tank. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht. 
HPU trailing by two to visiting Fresno Pacific, but it could be a lot worse. We mentioned HPU trailed by eight at one point, then they had a 6-0 run to end the first quarter, and here in the second quarter, they went on a 5-0 run to cut the deficit down to two. So, Paul, like you said, a little more action on the offensive glass, trying to get second-chance points, and then also just trying to match the intensity. I think Fresno Pacific, who's been on a long road trip playing Chaminade and UH Hilo, now playing the Sharks, have done a really good job of bringing the energy to the table. Now it's HPU's job to match and even surpass that. Yeah, Coach Beauregard, her Beauregard has done a phenomenal job having his team ready today. They've been uh, ready to go straight from the jump. They've done an excellent job attacking downhill, getting to the rim against this Sharks defense, which is something that's got to change. Something I failed to mention before, though, Sharks also have to do a better job at the free throw line. Just 10 of 15 in the first half, that's 67%. You compare that to uh, 12 of 13 shooting by the Sunbirds at the line, and that's a big difference, right? You take away those opportunities. Even if you make two or three of those, this goes from down two at halftime to a tied ball game or you're leading and that's not even asking you to be perfect at the line, right? You just, you have to make those. They're free throws for a reason, right? So HPU basketball here, Sharks trailing by two. We'll have the men's game right after our senior ceremonies. And of course, we had some fun baseball action this past Saturday with HPU sweeping Minnesota Crookston on Saturday. The Sharks came back to take one of two on Sunday. So they won their opening series three games to one. And then we'll have HBU softball for you on Saturday as Western Washington comes to town to challenge the Sharks. Our action will start at noon, and it'll be a doubleheader with uh, the second game around 2.30, so be sure to stay tuned for that. And, of course, Sharks Weekly coming your way on Wednesday, every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. You can listen here on HSRN or tune in at HawaiiSportsRadio.com. Man, baseball was a lot of fun. We went about eight hours, uh, Paul Brecht and I, on the first game together, and then Chaz Mihara, along with our special guest analysis by Cole Cabrera, and just kind of pivoting a little bit from basketball to baseball, Paul, what did you see from the HPU baseball team that you think has the Sharks coming out on a high note? Uh, well, what excites me most about the Sharks baseball team they're a contact-hitting team. They put the ball in play a lot. They're going to steal bases. They're not going to make the defense's job real easy, which it goes a long way for baseball teams. On top of that, they've got a bunch of arms to throw out of that bullpen, not just righties, which is what you typically see in baseball, but they have a bevy of lefties to toss out there as well, which uh, allows Coach uh, to really kind of mix and match and help his team compete night in and night out like we saw this past weekend. Speaking of competing from baseball back to basketball, we'll see if the Sharks can storm back from a two-point halftime deficit to visiting Fresno Pacific. When we come back, this is HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. To maintain a quality home or commercial building, it all starts at the top. Kapili Solar Roofing and Painting is a trusted, local family-owned business that offers a complete range of services, including roof repairs and replacements, solar panels, and painting. With almost 15 years of service, their team of specialists can be counted on to provide the highest quality solutions to fit your needs. Visit kapiliroof.com to schedule your free estimate. Kapili Roofing, building peace of mind. One roof at a time back here live at the shark tank a few minutes before the third quarter gets underway 
And, Paul, you were mentioning some of the stats earlier in the halftime. And I think, like you said, Abby Spurgeon, only four points so far. She had some time on the bench due to uh, one foul. But it seems like she's working her way back from that injury that kept her out a couple of games earlier. So I wonder now if Coach Katie Novak will kind of take the training wheels off and let Spurgeon go to work down low. That's a really good point, right? We discussed her coming back from an injury. She missed the game against Chaminade, obviously played last game as well, though not as much as uh, she's used to. And that's something that you have to consider as well. And Coach Novak taking the training wheels uh, approach in that first half. But uh, you're right, I think here in the second half, it would not shock me at all if you see Coach Novak really lean on her best player. And I honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if she tried to get her fired up in the locker room as well. Just four points from your grad transfer from uh, the leader of your team uh, in a big must-win game at home. Uh, not must-win, but every game feels like a must-win as you get towards the, the end of the season. Uh, I'm sure there was a conversation like, hey, we need you to compete here, and uh, it wouldn't shock me to see the Sharks try and get her involved really, really early here to start the second half. Yeah, normally you would say, eh, four points, not too bad, but Abby Spurgeon averaging nearly 24 points a game, so quite a bit of a difference between that four points now, the 24-point average. But as we mentioned, Spurgeon trying to make her way back from injury, so she'll probably ease her way into the second half here. Just about 10 seconds away from second half action, both teams on the court. It'll be Fresno Pacific going right to left on your radio and digital streaming device. Fresno Pacific in their dark blue unis with white numerals and orange trim. HPU in their white Nike uniforms with black lettering and teal trim. And we are underway. Ten minutes on the clock and winding. Fresno with it. Dribbling up top for the Sunbirds. Rachel Berry hands it off now, gets it back. Dribbling baseline, pump fake, kicks it out up top to Lundquist. Takes the three and good. A nice opening possession for Fresno Pacific. And the Sunbirds now lead 36-31. Back the other way for HPU. Ross with it now over to Obrey. Pump fake now up with the left hand. No good on the layup. Gets her own rebound over to Spurgeon. The bunny jumper is good. A nice job there. We talked about Spurgeon. Trying to get back in the action, and she does. Getting the first half scoring underway for HPU. Yeah, a few of the things we talked about at halftime there, right? Rebounding and then Spurgeon getting into the action. A nice offensive rebound by Obrey, and then a nice pass to get Spurgeon involved. A quick three taken by Lundquist. I thought she was nothing but net there, but it was nothing but net the wrong way as she misses it, and it's rebounded by the Sharks. Down low from Obrey to Spurgeon. The strong left-handed layup is good. And the 4-0 run has HPU down by just one, 36-35. And just like we thought, the Sharks trying to get Spurgeon involved in the action, doing exactly that. She has the first four points of the second half for HPU. Rachel Berry with it now over to Dorva. Dorva dribbling with the right hand, almost loses it. Nice job by Ross getting her hand in the cookie jar there. Rachel Berry now with a dribbling left, a pass over to Bree Hurt, up with the right-handed jumper, three times off the rim, no good, and there's Obi, Obrey, pardon me, with the defensive board. Obrey continues to do a nice job rebounding. She pursues the basketball there, and it's not just the offensive glass they got to be better on, it's the defensive glass as well. 
HBU goes in motion, Cargill with it up top, over to Masaki in the corner, now dribbles baseline, right hand to Spurgeon, her shot is up, oh, rims out, but there's Obrey with the rebound, but it's stolen away by Rachel Berry. Dribbling left, now down the middle, she goes with the right hand, fakes out, Cargill up and under with the left-handed layup, Fresno Pacific back up by three. Really good use of the ball fake right there to just get the defender off balance and then a good use of the left hand to go off glass and finish. So 7.35 to go here in the third quarter. Masaki with it now. Dribbling baseline up with the left-handed layup. No good. And it is off of Fresno. So the good news is HPU keeps the ball. But Masaki so far after returning from injury, frustrated so far tonight. Yeah, nothing coming easy in the paint either for the Sharks. And Masaki learning it on that play right there is... Uh, once again, just Fresno Pacific putting up arms, uh, making trees within the forest. Speaking of tall trees, Spurgeon drives low, guarded by three, kicks it out to a open Allison Ross, who takes the three, misses it, and it'll be Fresno ball. It's going to be picked up by Rachel Barry, now running the point, kicks it over to Jenna Kurz. Back to Barry up top on the left wing. Dribbles up the middle now, all the way across. Nearly throws it away, but Rillo picks it up. Rillo now driving, guarded by Cargill at the free throw line. Misses on the jumper, rebounded by Cargill, who goes outlet to Obrey. Makes a woman miss, and up and under with the left-handed layup. Gets hit in the nose for the second time tonight. But this time, the foul after the bucket, and she'll shoot one. Excellent finish there by Obrey. Went up. You said it finished with her offhand. The righty goes up with the left, takes the contact, and will head to the line looking to tie this one up. Uh, we discussed it, Kyle, at halftime. Obrey and Spurgeon, a real quiet first half, especially by their standards. Well, all of a sudden in the third quarter, both post players coming alive for the Sharks. So Obrey taking some time as, again, she got whacked in the nose, trying to shake it off a bit. Trying to tie this game, free throw up is good. So that hand to the face doesn't affect her too badly as we're now tied at 38, 6.45 to go here in the third quarter. Hopefully she was just aiming for the middle basket of the three, you know? Three-pointer taken by Rillo, almost fouled by Masaki. No call there, rebounded by Obrey. Up to Masaki, sprinting down the middle. No look pass to Spurgeon. Around the horn, Obrey to Cargill, now Spurgeon down low, Masaki in the corner, the three up, no good, there's Masaki hustling for the rebound and she'll be fouled, hit on the head by Mason Ricks. Excellent job following her own shot, the rebound by Masaki, uh, originally it was Masaki doing a lot on that play, right? She's coming down the middle of the floor, kind of caught Spurgeon off guard with the no look pass and then the ball finds her, her, finds the way all the way back to her in this right corner, she gets her own offensive rebound and then wins another possession for the Sharks. Here it goes to Spurgeon, now Masaki over to Ross, back to Masaki up top. Cargill working the three-person game up top. Here's Obrey now getting the motion offense going. Down low to Spurgeon. Wide open layup. No good. Spurgeon has it, though, and wrestles it away on the rebound from Moody. And will we get a tie-up here? Yep, tie-up. Jump ball going HPU's way. So Spurgeon working hard, and Moody had no, no chance. Just tried to hang on there. Yeah, there you see two of the stronger players in this one between Moody and Spurgeon fighting for that one. And there, the grad transfer for HPU showing off her strength. And 
tosses down the Fresno Pacific post player. Four minutes gone here in the third. HPU and Fresno Pacific tied at 38. Here's Spurgeon with a long jumper. It's good. And HPU with its largest lead of this game, two points, 40 to 38. Hey, a lead is a lead. It doesn't matter if you win games by one or 100. You just need a lead. HPU finally retaking it here in the second half. So the other way goes, wow, a driving effort there by Jolene Corona. And her speed results in a foul by HPU on that drive. And Corona will shoot too. Yeah, they're going to get number 22, Allison Ross, on the hit right there. Uh, a tough call if you're Ross because it did look a little out of control there by Corona. But nonetheless, there was contact. She deserves a couple of free throws. She heads to the line, knocks down the first. Like you said, with that free throw, Fresno down just one now. Good job by HPU. I believe that was a 7-0 run to get ahead by two. And now the two free throws. First one good, second one missed. But an offensive board picked up by Lydia Manu. Once Manu. again, rebounding so, so important. Manu out to Corona, up top to Rillo. Now down into the post, a jumper taken by Kurz. It's going to be a jump ball that will go Fresno's way. Similar situation as we saw on the other end as Moody and Spurgeon get tied up once again. This time uh, Spurgeon not as firm a grip on the ball as Moody's falling to the floor. Jump ball called and possession will stay with the Sunbirds. So bringing it in baseline will be Dorva. Dorva looking, she finds Moody up top, the post player. Kicks it over to Manu, four on the shot clock. It's winding down to Moody, tipped away. Good job by Spurgeon. Flicks it to Cargill. Cargill back to Spurgeon, up and under with the left. No good, thought she was fouled, no call. And these refs are really letting things go tonight. We've had at least five or six no calls after some physical play. And there is Masaki, who can't believe it. And she'll be foul, fouling, pardon me, Dorva. And that's going to be Masaki's third foul, and I think that's part of the frustration, right? Especially when we're just talking about on the other end how contact is being let go. And we'll take a one-minute media timeout, and we'll be right back. This is HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Sharks Basketball, brought to you by Pioneer Electric E on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back to the Shark Tank. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here on this Monday evening. It's Powhana Pack West action as HBU taking on Fresno Pacific. Sharks leading now 40-39 after trailing for most of this game. They were down by as many as eight. Storm back to take what was their biggest lead by two and now lead by one. Out of the timeout, 4.58 and winding. Fresno Pacific ball, Dorva with it. Dribbling right now up with the long rainbow jumper. No good. Rebounded by Cargill. Cargill signaling for help. Gets a bit of a screen from Nunez. Oh, and Nunez almost throws it away, but Obrey's there to grab it. Obrey dribbling over to Cargill. Now gets it on the give and go. Up to Spurgeon. Long jumper. It is off the back iron, though. Rebounded, a nice job there chasing it down by Julie Ramirez. Yeah, it looked like Spurgeon thought that one was going to go down as she started her little jog back, uh, goes off back iron, rebounded by the Sunbirds. Nice crowd filling in here at the Shark Tank. As Fresno with it, down by one, 4-10 to go. A nice job by Spurgeon blocking the shot of Moody, 
and it'll be rebounded by Ross. Over to Cargill. You can see her court vision working. Gets a screen from Obrey. Now moves from right to left. Over to Ross on the wing. Spurgeon fakes the jumper. Up with the right hand and good. And finally the foul is called just in time for the and one opportunity. HPU now by its biggest lead. Three points. 3.52 to go here in the third. And once again you see this little action by HPU. <clears throat> excuse me, where there are two post players set up at the elbows, one cuts down to a block, and then in the wake of that cut, the other post player uses their dribble, drives to the rim uh, with that space. It's almost like a moving screen of sorts, but it's legal. Spurgeon makes the free throw, and that puts HPU up by four, 43-39. The Sharks successfully flipping the script, down by eight in the first quarter, now up by four here. Late in the third, and a steal by Ross. A good job there, picking the pocket of Julie Ramirez. Cargill with it, over to Nunes, fakes the jumper. Cargill pulls it out, calling for the flash motion now. Everybody moves to the right side of the court, facing the zone defense. A wide open Ross, fakes a three, over to Cargill. She drives, now back to Ross up top. Her three is up, and no good off the front iron. Kalina Obrey thought she was fouled. She was held a bit, no call there. It's going to be flicked the other way to Rachel Berry. She drives, guarded by three players, now kicks it to a wide-open Ramirez. She misses, though, and a frustrated Obrey yanks down that rebound. Yeah, some good looks not going down for either side right now. That's why those rebounds are so important as well. Oh, and Spurgeon thought she was fouled again. No dice, though. HPU still leading, 43-29. 2.50 to go here in the third. The other way, it comes for Fresno. A nice up and under layup. That one is good off the hand of Julie Ramirez. And we're going to have a quick timeout. It'll be a minute-long media timeout, so we'll step away. This is HPU Sharks basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. HPU Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back to the Shark Tank. Sharky in the house, the HPU cheerleaders in the house. They just performed during that break in the action. And you know it's a big deal. It's senior night when all the support coming out for the Sharks. And a great job by HPU turning this program around under first year head coach Katie Novak. 13-9 overall. And more importantly, 11-4 in PacWest play. Looking to make it 12-4 tonight. Yeah, a real impressive showing during conference play thus far. You mentioned it, 11-4 thus far through uh, PacWest play. And tell you what, this is a team they're looking to beat as well. Uh, one that's given them some trouble 
One that's given them some trouble tonight, though. The Sharks do lead by two, 2.30 left here in the third quarter. Cargill with it over to Ross. HP with the ball. Here goes to Spurgeon. She has nine third quarter points, giving her 13 on the evening. Obrey with it now, dribbling left, hands it off to Cargill. Like you said, the post players, Paul, basically some legal moving screens, and Cargill takes advantage of the opening, but a little too strong on the layup. She hustles back on defense, though, as Fresno Pacific with it. A nice shot by Rachel Berry with the left. It's good, and it ties this game at 43 with two minutes to go in the third. Quickly, down low to Spurgeon. Again, agitated, gets her own rebound, puts it up. <laughs> the coach for Fresno, Tim Beauregard, with the big traveling signal. <laughs> and he says to the referee, oh, yeah, but oh, no, it wasn't called. So Spurgeon will shoot too. Well, that's kind of the case, isn't it? You think there's a travel or you think there's a foul, and realistically, there were probably both. Just depends which one comes first. That's the uh, age-old question, and I don't mean uh, which came first, chicken or the egg. Spurgeon at the line, first free throw up and good. Now her 14th point, so that's 10 here in the third quarter, and like we said at halftime, it would be up to Spurgeon to turn things around, and she's done just that. Second free throw up and good. 45-43, the HPU lead here with just under two minutes to go in the third period. Masaki on defense, guarding Rachel Berry. Kicks around to Lundquist. Back to Berry up top, over to Dorva, almost stolen away by Ross. Dorva keeps it though to Berry in the corner, fakes a three, now drives with the left hand into the paint, hounded by Masaki. Kicks it around to Dorva again. Dorva now driving right, and Spurgeon alters the shot, but there's Dorva chasing down the rebound. Yeah, unlucky there by the Sharks. A great job playing defense. 30 seconds off of the shot clock. Uh, ball hits the rim, and you give up an offensive rebound. So now 10 and winding, down to five on the shot clock. Dorva with it, picks up her dribble, over to Lundquist, takes a three, no good. Spurgeon tips it out to Masaki, off to the races, go the Sharks. Here's Obrey, driving the lane, up with the right hand, no good. Again, thought she drew the contact, but no call. These referees really holding on to the whistles tonight as we're under a minute to go. HPU up, 45-43, 50 seconds now. Sunbirds running the motion offense up top. A fake handoff by Mason Ricks. Now tosses it over to Dorva for three. It's good, and Fresno now back ahead, 46-45. Dorva, after a silent second quarter, scored five points in the opening quarter, finally knocks down a three. She's got eight now as the FPU takes a one-point advantage. 25 seconds to go, about an eight-second differential between shot and game clocks, and a turnover by the Sharks. Quickly the other way goes Rachel Berry, and not only does she make the layup, but she's fouled and will shoot one. Not only is she fouled, but it's also a foul on Abby Spurgeon. Uh, though it's just going to be two on her. Still a frustrating one as uh, you move into this fourth quarter. You give up your final possession of the quarter. You give up two points. You give up a foul against your best player. Now uh, with a chance for one more at the line for the Sunbirds. Not only that, but HP was up by four. Now trail by four with the chance to go down by five here if Barry can make this free throw. Pivotal shot here as HPU down by four, 14.9 to go here in the third. 
Here's the free throw, it's up, and rims around and good. So now a five-point lead for the Sunbirds. 13 seconds and winding, Haley Masaki calling for help up top. Dribbling to the right side, passes now to the right wing for Cargill. Five seconds, fakes a three, now takes a three, it's up. Oh, rims out, no good. Rebound to Fresno Pacific, and that will end the third quarter. Sharks trailing. I thought it was five points, but shows four points, 49-45. We'll be back with fourth quarter action. This is HBU Sharks basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Hawaii Pacific Health presents HPU Sharks Basketball on HSRN, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Back here at the Shark Tank, Kyle Galdera and Paul Brechton. Right as we get underway, it's Allison Ross nailing a three, and that'll bring HPU to within just one now, 49-48. The Fresno Pacific lead, about 30 seconds gone in the fourth now. It's Quick jumper taken by Fresno's Bree Hurt, and she makes that one hurt for HPU as now Fresno soars back ahead by three. Ball tipped out of bounds, and we'll pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. OIA lives here. KGUAM. K236CR. Honolulu is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here, and Obrey misses another short jumper. Again, thought she was fouled. A look of disgust on her face as she's asking the referees, what do I have to do to get a call here as HPU trailing by three, a minute gone in the fourth quarter. Just checked in is Aliyah Sewell for Fresno Pacific, and another foul. Uh, pardon me, it'll be tipped out of bounds. It'll remain with Fresno Pacific. Here, if you are the Sharks, incredibly important to stay locked in and engaged on the defensive end here. Uh, as you know, this FPU team can really lock it down on offense. You don't want to give up more points than you uh, have to. Nice job on defense by Spurgeon. The absolute block. Get that out of here. Dikembe Mutombo style. And Bree Hurt was absolutely stuffed on that layup attempt. No doubt about it. Don't bring that weak stuff in here. Goes up with the reverse layup. Spurgeon read it all the way and met her at the summit. Sends it out of bounds. And now baseline out of bounds for the Sunbirds. And Issa Rillo brings it in. And here we have an offensive foul. A nice job by Cargill drawing the contact by Sewell on the moving screen. And with 8.47 left to go in the ballgame, HPU trailing by three, but getting the ball back. And you feel good if you're HPU about picking up fouls, especially early on here. You're trying to get the Sunbirds into pressure or into that uh, bonus as early as you can here, especially as you trail by three. So Obrey with it up top now. 8.38 to go in the ballgame. Down to Spurgeon. Triple teamed. Steals, uh, throws it away, pardon me. Stolen by Rillo. Rillo pulls it out on offense for FPU. A nice job there. Reading the eyes of Obrey. Picking off the pass. Rillo almost throws it away herself. Now kicks it out to Aliyah Sewell. Now back up top to Felicia Dorva. Dribbling through the legs. Asking for help. Gets the screen. Goes right. A long jumper. But here we go. Another moving screen on back-to-back -back plays. And I think the referees are getting the hint. Maybe we should start calling some of this physical play. Yeah, referees policing the physical play here in the fourth quarter. 
not allowing two moving screens by the Sunbirds. They are a pretty obvious one. A nice job by Masaki to sell the call as well going around the screen. Here is Masaki, two minutes gone here in the fourth quarter. HPU down, 51-48. Ross dribbling to the right wing, down to Spurgeon, up and under with the right hand, it's good. And Spurgeon is just feasting in the paint. And again, Coach Beauregard begging for a traveling call, but he's not gonna get it there. That's smart though by Spurgeon. She has to go quick uh, because they've been the Sunbirds have been sending two and three defenders as she takes a dribble. And there's Sewell with a long three, putting Fresno up 54-50. So 7.30 to go. Sewell the first year getting some action here in the second half, uh, knocking down a big three right there to increase the lead to four. Here's Cargill with a nice up and under layup from the left side with the right hand. Her speed really working there with 7.20 to go. HPU down by just two. Sharks could really use her to get going. That's her first bucket here since halftime. Haley Masaki works under the screen. Teaming up with Spurgeon. Almost a travel there by Dover. Not called. And Sewell hits another three. That's now six straight points from Sewell. And an HPU timeout. We'll keep it here, though, as Coach Amy Novak will talk it over with her Sharks. HPU trailing now 57-52 and they've been clawing back all game down by eight, then by seven, and now by five. How, Paul, do they respond here? Well, at the, mo or at the least, you have to just take a step back and breathe in this situation if you are the Sharks. You just had somebody come off of the bench for the opposing team who's averaging just over a point per game on the season. Knocked down back-to-back three-pointers, so... These are the punches that are thrown throughout the course of a game that are unexpected, and you're going to get those curveballs throughout any sporting event, especially in basketball. Here, if you are Coach Katie Novak, you got to tell your team, we have to find shooters. We have to know and communicate where these shooters are because, once again, the penetration, the passing of this Sunbirds offense has kind of cut apart the Sharks early on in this fourth quarter. And Sewell, you mentioned just a freshman, but... A transfer from D1 Cal State Bakersfield. So quite a pedigree there and a nice option for Coach Beauregard to bring off the bench. And I'm guessing nothing against HPU, but they probably didn't scout her too much. And now she hits two threes, and I think the Sharks are readjusting their game plan a bit. Well, and that's kind of the thing, too, where you have these players who do things that they haven't done all season or very rarely done all season. And coaches don't have time to watch every single game film so even if she had shown uh, that tape early on this season probably not seeing it just because of the sparse action that she's seen not necessarily because of her talent so following the timeout Fresno ball out of bounds and it comes from Dorva and it's going to be almost stolen away by Ross picked up nicely though good job there by Mason Ricks and then it is thrown away oh Dorva looked to sprain her ankle there a bit. I hope she's okay. That was awkward the way she landed on that ankle. She's in some pain too as uh, the athletic staff immediately comes over and she's trying to work and work it off like it's no big deal. Good, good for her as she's tough, but like you said, it looked painful. Yeah, she walks it off. We'll have an update for you on that as soon as we can. That sports injury report is brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Proud to be the official healthcare partner of Hawaii Pacific University Athletics. Together, we are creating a healthier Hawaii. 
And Dorva on the bench, wincing in pain. We can kind of feel her pain from here as kind of taking some deep breaths, knowing that structurally the ankle seems okay. It's just in the moment that that sharp pain of a sprained ankle is really hard to overcome. It does not feel good. And adding insult to injury here, a turnover by the Sharks. Yeah, nice job there with the steal by Kurz. Up with the layup, no good. But then the foul by Obrey will send Kurz to the line for two. And right there, those are the little things, the little moments that the Sharks can't afford to throw away. You get a good uh, turnover force there. One of the starting players for the opposing team goes out to an injury, and you immediately throw the ball away and give up an and-one opportunity. So the Sunbirds leading by five here. First free throw by Kerr is no good. Sunbirds trying to spoil the Sharks' senior night here on a Monday evening. PacWest action. FPU now goes ahead by six on the second free throw by Kurz. This one good. Masaki way up ahead to Ross. Touchdown pass there down to the baseline. Over to Spurgeon. Back to Masaki. Cargill waiting in the wing. Calls for it and gets it. Guarded by Julie Ramirez. Takes the Spurgeon screen. Now over to Masaki on the right wing. Her three-pointer's up and no good. It's going to be rebounded, though, by Ross. She goes up and will be blocked. However, it's a foul called on Manu, and Manu can't believe it. Immediate reaction from Manu puts both hands behind her head in just pure surprise, I'd say, uh, her teammates and her laughing it off as now Ross heads the line for a pair. So Sharks trailing 58-52, 6.26 to go in this game. Ross's first free throw is up and good. Coach Tim Beauregard is still in disbelief at that call. Second free throw up and good. A good job there by Ross of cutting the deficit down to four. We'll see if HPU can continue their solid defensive effort tonight. Fresno with it. Bree Hurt dribbling now off to Manu. Back to Hurt with her long jumper. And that one is good from about the elbow. Yeah, really nice shot there by Hurt. Turns, faces up, and knocks it down right in the face of Aubrey. So Cargill calling for the Shark play here on Shark's senior night. HPU down by six. Cargill looking for it, but it goes to Aubrey in the corner. She takes a long three, no good. It's going to be rebounded by Dorva. Dorva back the other way. 5.45 to go in the ballgame. Dorva around the back. Now dribbles to the left. Passes to a cutting Ramirez. Nothing going there, though. She kicks it out to reset. It's Rachel Berry up top. Berry guarded by Masaki. Coming up on 10 seconds on the shot clock. 5.30 to go here in the game. Up to Manu it goes. Manu now driving a no-look pass. And the layup is going to be taken and made by Ricks. And now Fresno up by its largest lead of the game. Eight points. 62-54. And once again, those issues we talked about in the first half. Too much penetration for the Fre for Fresno State has caused issues against this Sharks defense as now a turnover by HPU as Aubrey er, pardon me, trips, falls, and the ball rolls out of bounds. Yeah, Hurt did a nice job there coming, pulling the chair out from Aubrey, so to say, as Aubrey was leading in. She turns the ball over, and with 5.05 to go in this game, HPU needs a stop right now. Yeah, you got to focus back in it's the defensive side of the ball. And luckily for the Sharks, it's a side of the ball that they have been very good on at long stretches of the year. 
Nice crossover dribble there by Barry up top. Swings it around to Hurt. Hurt back to Barry. Barry dribbling through the lane with the left. Now goes right up and under. Good. A 10-point lead now. 64-54 Sunbirds over the Sharks. Barry up to 18 points to lead all scorers. She's been phenomenal here tonight. Cargill dribbling, trying to find an answer on offense. Sunbirds almost unstoppable here in the fourth quarter. As Burge with it, and she throws it away off her own foot and out of bounds. Another turnover, and it goes Fresno's way. Nice defensive play by Manu to tip the ball and force it off of Burge's knee there, and just one of those quick ping-pong reactions, bang, bang, right off the knee, out of bounds, nothing Burge could have done. 4.15 and winding here, Fresno with a 10-point lead, trying to take some time off the clock while not settling and letting HPU get into their rhythm. Sharks playing a strong zone defense, trying to adjust a bit to Fresno's offensive attack. Dribbling into the paint is Ramirez, who misses the shot, but then Burge can't corral the layup, and of course, there's Ramirez with a short-range jumper. That'll put HPU up by 12, and that'll lead to a Sharks timeout. Brutal, brutal, brutal again by the Sharks defensive rebounding unit. They just have to rebound the basketball better here down the stretch. And it's a big thing that the Sunbirds have been able to do is get those second chance opportunities. Once again, limit the Sharks to one chance on offense. And that's why you've seen this FPU lead grow to 12. Nice crowd here at the Shark Tank for senior night. I see Coach Jenick from the volleyball team up there. Also Coach Chris Fisher, the men's soccer coach for the Sharks. Nice to see the other programs supporting basketball tonight. And that's how it should be, right? Especially anywhere you go. I think oftentimes to our high school days uh, where you see that kind of support from uh, communities. Well, our, uh, college units are also communities. And uh, here we see it tonight with all the sports teams coming out to support both the Sharks men's and women's basketball teams on their senior night. So Fresno Pacific with its biggest lead of this game, 66-54. It'll be Ella Burge bringing it in over to Cargill now. The Sharks are in prime position for PacWest playoff action, but would love to have a nice comeback win here. And Cargill gets the comeback started with a long jumper, moving the deficit now from 66 well, what was 12 to now 66-56, a 10-point Fresno advantage. Yeah, and that's exactly what the Sharks need. Cargill to get going. She's up to 10 now, four points in this fourth quarter. Bree Hurt with it, now double-teamed up with the layup, no good. Rebounded by Burge, a good job there. Up to Masaki, pushing the pace. Three minutes, 10 seconds to go in this ballgame. HP trailing by 10. Masaki looking for a teammate. Here's Spurgeon, up with the jumper and good. Now a quick 4-0 run by the Sharks. Has this deficit down to eight. Fresno dribbling now under three minutes. Jolene Corona with it. Over to Lundquist. Fakes the handoff. Now back up top to Mason Ricks. A long jumper taken. No good by Fresno. Rebounded by Burge. Here comes Cargill again looking to push the pace. HPU a bit winded after this back and forth action. 2.35 and winding to go in this game. Cargill down to Spurgeon, but stolen away. A good job there, poking it away by Mason Ricks. Now pulling it out is Rachel Berry. Pardon me, that's Corona. 
smart play there by Corona to pull it out as well. Run a little bit of clock here, especially as HPU looks to have a little bit of momentum. Stolen away by Burge after Ross poked it away. No look pass by Masaki to Ross. Her layup is no good, but Shields fouled and will shoot two free throws. I just said it. Fresno Pacific trying to take a little bit of time off the clock there, and uh, HPU doing a nice job keeping the pressure at a high, forces the turnover, and then gets out in transition. A great pass, and then Ross takes the contact. Can't get it to go. She'll head to the line, though, for two, looking to cut this down to hopefully six if you're the Sharks. So here's Ross at the line, trailing by six. Two free throws coming. First one is up. Nothing but net. And the deficit down from what was 12 now to just seven. Something else to keep an eye on. That was the fourth foul on Hurt, uh, who we've seen tonight have a big impact on the offensive end as the second free throw is good for Ross. 66-60, Fresno leading HPU just over two minutes to go in this ball game. Bree Hurt with it up top, just above the key. And driving Masaki with the reach and foul. And she's saying, you've got to be kidding me. You've been letting this go all game, and here under two minutes, you finally call it. Yeah, that's tough there if you are Masaki, but I do think it was the right call. I think she was riding the offensive player a little bit with her offhand. Uh, unfortunate for the Sharks. Oh, and Masaki almost causes a backcourt turnover, but because it was an inbounds play, that's legal. Fresno with the ball, 150 to go in the ball game, up by six. And it's kicked out of bounds, so we'll have a shot clock reset to 20 seconds. So that benefits Fresno because they can run clock a bit. Still up 66-60, 1.47 to go in the ballgame. Sunbirds trying to overload the weak side, though. They're getting it set on the right and then have three offensive players over on the left. Mason Ricks with it, almost stolen away by Obrey. It's pulled out by Rachel Barry now, driving right past Masaki. Crosses over Obrey up with the left, and a foul will finally be called on the shot. So not only does Fresno keep the ball, but they'll shoot two free throws. That foul is going to go on number 13. That's Kaliba Aubrey. As, uh, she's not really had her best scoring second half here. We've seen a lot of frustration from the transfer. Uh, somebody who has had herself some big games this season. Not so much the case here tonight. First free throw is swished home by Rachel Berry. That puts Fresno up by seven. Sharks coach Katie Novak not really happy with that call. And the second free throw is up and good. So Sunbirds leading 68-60 over the Sharks. 1.30 to go in the game. HPU needs to attack quickly here as Cargill gets it on the left side. Up and under with the strong jumper. No good, but fouled, and she'll shoot two. And once again, I'll talk about it, how important free throws are going to be coming down the stretch. Uh, there, Cargill takes it to the hoop, gets fouled, shooting the basketball. Uh, and for the Sharks, that's important because of two things. One, the deficit. Right, you're down eight points, but two, time is starting to wind down, right? Time is not the friends of HPU. 123 remaining in regulation. You gotta make up points somehow. Cargill, a good chance to cut off two points and make it a two or a two possession game. And with what could potentially be a six point deficit if Cargill makes these two free throws, the good news is with the shot clock in play, something we don't see on our high school broadcast, 
is that HP can still play strong defense without having to get into the fouling game yet. Cargill makes the first one. 68-61 now the Fresno Pacific lead. One more shot coming for Cargill. The right-handed shooter puts it up and good. So she does convert both free throws. And a six-point lead now for Fresno. 27 on the shot clock. Driving is Barry, guarded by Masaki, hounded by Masaki. Barry drives in, kicks it out. Lundquist for three. It's no good. It's going to be rebounded by Spurgeon. She pulls it down, passes it to Cargill. We're at the one-minute mark here in this game. HBU down by six. Ross driving baseline, now pulls it out for Masaki. Fakes a three, drives left, up with the left hand, and blocked by Lundquist, who gives the big let's go and flexes it with HBU trailing by six. 52 seconds to go in this game. As she should, Lundquist, a great block there. The six-foot-two wing uh, using her long wingspan right there to send that shot out of bounds, baseline out of bounds now for the Sharks. 15 on the shot clock. It comes into Obrey, down low to Spurgeon. Guarded by three players, up with the left hand, no good. And rebounded by Fresno Pacific. HPU fouls the rebounder, that was Mason Ricks. And HPU needs to commit one more foul to get the Sunbirds into the bonus. Yeah, now time really not your friend if you're the Sharks. Got to get up, pressure, uh, and force a turnover quickly here. Down by two scores and just 40 seconds remaining. Masaki not fouling yet. Finally does commit the foul after trying to get the steal. And it'll be Barry who draws the foul, and that will put Haley Masaki onto the bench with her fifth foul. Yeah, and uh, you could see Masaki before that ball went in discussing it a little bit with Coach Novak, like, am I supposed to be the one who fouls the starting point guard or the usual starting point guard for the Sharks unit here tonight? She fouls out with 39.1 remaining. And Masaki not happy with the officiating tonight, gives a few parting words from across the way. As the free throw by Barry is good. Second one is up, and that one no good off the back iron, so Cargill gets the rebound. HPU down seven, 36 seconds to go. Racing the other way, left elbow. Now over to Obrey, but it's stolen away, and then a foul by Cargill. We'll give two more free throws to Fresno Pacific. Yeah, coming down the stretch, just too many missed opportunities for the Sharks, whether it be turnovers, missed, uh, I'll call them freebies, or uh, really just defensive breakdowns, whether it be the corner shots or what gets uh, the defense broken down and a dump off down low. It's just it, too many mistakes here in the fourth quarter for the Sharks to overcome. Free throw number one up and good by Lydia Manu. And that pushes the Fresno Pacific lead to 8, 70 to 62. One more freebie coming here. Manu's shot is up. A long rainbow free throw is up and good. Moving the Fresno lead to 9. And we're going to have a timeout on the court. We'll keep it here. I believe it's a Fresno Pacific timeout. I think what they're going to do here is basically remind their players, we're up by 9, don't foul the shooters. We're okay with giving up a post shot, an easy layup, just no fouls and no three-pointers. Yeah, you're spot on, Kyle. You can't let this clock stop if you are Fresno Pacific. You just want it to continue to run. You 
Don't care if you give up a two-pointer. You'd rather not give up a three-pointer, but you still don't really care there. You just don't want the clock to stop and the Sharks to have a chance to take points off of your lead. Both teams in the bonus, so any fouls from here of the non-offensive variety will result in free throws for the other team. 29.1 seconds to go. Fresno with the 71-62 lead here on Senior Night for HBU. The Sunbirds in prime position to spoil Senior Night game. However, HBU still in strong positioning to make the PacWest playoffs. So that's a bit of a silver lining there as they have that to look forward to. Trying to get things going out of the timeout. Fresno's ready to go. HPU taking its time. It'll be Cargill bringing it in from HPU's side of the court. Whistle's blown. We're ready to go. Cargill holding the ball over her head into Ross. Ross dribbling right, now left, up top, down the Cargill. Up and under with the shot. No good. Rebounded by Obrey. No good. She thought she was fouled again. Nothing going, though. It'll be... Sunbird's ball and another foul and this might be all she wrote as Fresno could go ahead by double digits with at least one maybe two free throws coming here yeah and frustration now just kind of boiling over for the Sharks down low you can see it missed shot after missed shot where they were finishing through contact earlier in the game and as this one has kind of started to get out of hand in the final minute or so their focus has just started to lack 17.8 seconds left in this game. Fresno shooting free throws again. This one up and good by Lydia Manu, and that does indeed push the Fresno lead to double digits. Manu's second free throw is up, and no good. Rebounded, though, by Manu, and she hits the deck hard. And Cargill calls for the foul, and she can't believe it. Actually, it'll go against Ross, but... Cargill still can't believe it. I, and I'll be honest, I can't really believe it either. The official given the foul call, but to me, it looked like Manu went up for the rebound, got it, and just kind of came down too hard, lost her balance, and went down extra hard, and that's what appeared to be a foul to the official. Instead, earns herself two more free throws uh, with 16.2 remaining and a 10-point Sunbirds lead. So here's Manu, first free throw up and no good. Fresno still leading 72-62, though. Be sure to stay tuned. We're going to have our senior ceremony, so we'll have a bit longer break than normal, but we will be back after this game for the men's contest. Sharks and Sunbirds as Manu misses the second. So Obrey picks it up. 15 seconds to go. Now Cargill driving with it. Fakes a three. Tries to find Spurgeon. Does go low to Spurgeon. Up with the right hand. No good on the layup. She's fouled, and she'll shoot two. Spurgeon letting out. As much emotion or frustration, I think, as you'll see after that, kind of smacking her hands together at a frustrated clap that she couldn't get that one to go. And on the other side, Coach Tim Beauregard basically clapping, saying, I thought we talked about this, guys. We're not fouling. Kyle and Paul over there said it on the radio. We should probably listen to them. Well, that's the thing, right? Don't we know everything? That's why they let us on the airwaves. If that's the story, let's stick with that. I like it. <laughs> HPU down by 10, Spurgeon with it, shooting free throws now, first one up and good, gets the deficit down to 9, 72-63, 6.6 to go. 
More fans filing in here to the Shark Tank. Second free throw up and good. So now the margin is eight. Fresno inbounds the ball. Will HPU foul? Doesn't look like it. Trying to go for the steal, but Fresno gets it across the timeline and will hold. That's going to be a final, 72 to 64. Sunbirds stun the Sharks here on senior night as HPU falls, 72 to 64. We'll be back to wrap things up. This is HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Sharks Basketball brought to you by Pioneer Electric Inc. on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back to the Shark Tank. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here with you. It's senior night and unfortunately for the women's team, not the positive the result they were hoping for. HPU falls by a final margin of 72-64 to visiting Fresno Pacific. And I think a lot of credit has to go to Rachel Berry for FPU. 21 points, 9 of 11 free throws made. And not only did she grab 7 rebounds, but she drew nine fouls, which is a great show of physicality down low and then versatility to get those fouls called and then make the free throws. Uh, you're spot on there. She was really the catalyst all night for the Sunbirds. Continued attacking downhill against that Hawaii Pacific defense. And uh, like you said, continued to draw fouls throughout the night. Went to the line several times and uh, finishing with 21 and 7. It's a pretty good night of work. And they'll head back to California with uh, a win. And I think we're going to have our Pioneer Electric player of the game. But I'm going to go outside the box, maybe a zap it a little bit thanks to pioneer electric and make it a senior honorees of the game so we'll give the players of the game for hpu to abby spurgeon the senior grad transfer she had 21 points leading the way for the sharks and also pulled down four rebounds fellow senior kalina obrey eight points and eight rebounds and of course avery cargill 14 points for her including two three-pointers so the, those three seniors are going to be our pioneer electric senior players of the game brought to you by pioneer electric inc providing hawaii's contractors with top quality electrical supplies for homes and businesses so not the positive result for hpu but paul like we said earlier hpu still in line for a postseason berth so they have four more games to go before postseason play yeah frustrating obviously anytime you lose a basketball game but Luckily for the Sharks, an opportunity to get back on track after this one uh, before the playoffs at that. So get a chance to get that momentum rolling as you go in to the postseason. So as we wrap things up here, we got to send our big mahalos out to our in-studio engineer, Chaz Antai, our co-in-studio engineer for a little bit earlier tonight, Alan Mia. Great job by the guys back in our home studio. Of course, our on-site technical producer and social media savant Kuule Agbane always working hard for us thank you Kuule and as our seniors are honored our analyst Paul Brecht you get the last word my friend before we take a break heading into our men's game tonight a uh, fun game here tonight unfortunate for the Sharks to fall uh, there as Fresno Pacific pulls away in the final minutes but like we've mentioned a few times now, a lot of positives here tonight, a lot of positive for the Sharks moving forward as they have an opportunity to get back on track after this one. And they sit here and root on senior night 
for their male counterparts. Speaking of senior night, we'll be back at about 7 o'clock, so about half an hour from now with the men's game as the Sharks take on Fresno Pacific. For our hardworking crew, thanks for tuning in. I'm Kyle Galdera. See you in a little bit. Aloha. You've been listening to a special presentation on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network of Hawaii Pacific University Sharks Basketball, presented by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii, and brought to you by Pioneer Electric, Inc., providing Hawaii's contractors with top-quality electrical supplies for home and businesses. Visit hawaiisportsradio.com for a complete programming guide of upcoming games and more. We now return you to regular scheduled programming right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760.